Welcome to Motherhood Makeover Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Faust, mom of two boys and certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. I help busy and overwhelmed moms, is that you? Make self-care simple by focusing on the five foundations of health and wellness so that you can feel your best and love who you see in the mirror. So this episode is going to be a little different. This is the replay of my free three-day live workshop that I did on Instagram and Facebook last week. This is going to be three episodes going over what I did there. So if you already saw it, it might be a repeat for you, but this is such valuable information that I had to share it with you all on the podcast as well. And if you already watched it, this could be a good refresher for you because a lot of times when you listen to something two, three times through, you get more information and it hits differently than when you heard it the first time. So enjoy. Welcome back. Today is day three of Back to Your Healthy Self. So glad you are here and joining me for this. Today I'm talking all about how to overcome those common, common, oh oh, so too common weight loss struggles and cravings, why you have them. We're going to go over a couple of the reasons. There are several and we won't have time to go over all of them, but I'm going to go over two of the biggest ones that I see. All right. So if you, is this you? You're feeling really good. You're doing all the eating your vegetables, your protein, moving your body, you're feeling great. And then all of a sudden you have this craving out of nowhere and you're like, I just want some freaking ice cream. I just want some cookies, some chips, whatever the food is for you. That is a very common thing. And there's several different reasons as to why that could be. But we're gonna go over the top two. So if you've ever felt that way, you're not alone. The first one is nutrient deficiencies. So your body is very smart, and if you do not get enough of a certain nutrient, it will your body will go, oh, well this food has that, so I'm gonna signal her to have that food. So example, magnesium. Magnesium, most Americans are deficient in it. It's very hard to get it from diet alone, even if you're eating like all the vegetables on the planet. Very common craving is chocolate. Yes, chocolate, so especially if around your menstrual cycle, around your period, or anytime you just have a very, very strong craving for chocolate, that is generally the reason why you're having it is because you have a magnesium deficiency and your body is craving it. So there are, it's, I can't really give supplement recommendations over live just because it's kind of individualistic as to like what your lifestyle is already like and your, where you live and all of that. So just know that you may need to consult your nutritionist, a doctor, to figure out what specific uh, supplement you could use to help with those cravings. Uh, Another one is salt. So you actually, I know in the weight loss world especially, it's that salt is really bad for you and that you shouldn't be having it. I know there was a time, I remember going like, that salt was going to make me retain water, retain weight. So I literally was not putting salt on anything. I was trying to get low sodium everything because I thought it was going to make me not be able to lose weight. And that's just not true. You actually need salt and not the like crappy table salt that you can get at the grocery store for very cheap. You want high quality salt 
So like a pink Himalayan salt, or I like Redmond salt. That is the one that we use. They have a really great um, family history. They're out of Utah. And this, I put it's so good. And so the reason why you want that is the regular table salt, it's stripped of all its minerals. So all the minerals that you really need, and that's where people get the high blood pressure from. So a lot of people correlate salt, too much salt with high blood pressure, but that comes from the salt that's in processed and packaged foods because it's stripped of all its nutrients. They actually add chemicals so it doesn't cake together. And then they add that into all these processed foods as like a preservative to make it last longer. So that's where you can get this high blood pressure, but actual high quality salt, one makes your vegetables taste amazing and you need it for your healthy thyroid function and all sorts of, um, you need to, you actually do need to have it to ha maintain a healthy water level in your body. And so that's something if you are experiencing really strong salt cravings, like uh, chips is a common one, like you just feel like you cannot eat enough chips or french fries or some really, really, really salty food, it's probably because you actually, your body needs some salt, but instead of going for the chips or the french fries, try to just uh, get some high quality salt and put that on whatever meal you're eating or even get a high quality electrolyte supplement like Element, so it's L-M-N-T, the letters. They make a good one and then Redmond Salt Company also makes one that I've tried recently that I really like. So those are two ways to get more salt. There's plenty of cravings like that where you can get these food cravings. So if you over and over have a craving for the same food and it, maybe it correlates with your period or just another certain time of like throughout your schedule, try to look at that and see, is it a nutrient deficiency? Are you missing something in your diet that you could add to make sure you're getting enough of that nutrient? And usually if you Google a certain craving, it'll kind of help you what it might be for a deficiency. The second reason the, that's a big one is lack of sleep. Now, if you're a mom, you're probably thinking, well, there's nothing you can do about it, and you're starting to give me all the reasons in your head as to why you cannot get sleep, but you need to get sleep. You really need a solid seven to nine hours of sleep. Do you need seven? Do you need nine? It kind of depends. If you need seven, you'll wake up uh, feeling refreshed, but if you get seven and you wake up feeling tired, like you still want more, you probably need closer to eight or nine, and that's how you figure that out. The reason why when you don't get enough sleep and you're sleep deprived, your body is trying to do all sorts of things to get back into basically homeostasis. It's trying to get back to that normal baseline level and having a lack of sleep, your body can't do all its repair processes. Your body cannot um, get rid of, especially if you're having like a couple glasses of wine or a few drinks and then you go to sleep and don't get enough sleep, that kind of adds on top of it where you get even less quality sleep because alcohol prevents REM sleep and you get even less of a sleep, so your body is gonna start craving carbs because your body is taxed, your cortisol levels are spiked, and your body's trying to get you to uh, get you to eat more carbs. That's why generally it's carb cravings. Sometimes it can be like uh, fats, but usually if you're sleep deprived, sleep deprived, you'll get the sugar and carb cravings because your body wants that energy. And so that's a big one that most people don't realize. And it's where if you like really like, let's say, this is where all the new moms can feel it when you're going on like zero hours of sleep, you just feel hungry all day, no matter how much you eat. And that is what happens when you don't get enough sleep. So try your best to start getting seven to nine hours of sleep, especially if you notice that you're having those cravings the next morning 
if you see find yourself wanting only like uh, a bagel and cream cheese a breakfast burrito like some not so high quality foods the next day and then also try to get to yourself to go to the same another key is same time at bed same bedtime and same wake up time every day because that'll help your circadian rhythm your internal clock get used to it and it'll help maintain that normal cortisol levels to help regulate the hunger from the sleep so those are the two big reasons the another reason that i really that's we just i could talk for 30 minutes on this alone is overeating and cravings from emotional connection to to the situation or the food itself and that can come from so many different things but it is something to be aware of where if you're saying well i get enough sleep and you don't really think you're nutrient deficiency you don't think you're nutrient deficient because it's not really necessarily the same cravings or maybe you know you have a pretty well balanced uh diet as to how you eat but you still are thinking like why do you have these cravings that is another huge one is the overeating from essentially i call it emotional eating because it's so tied in with your feelings and it's become a response pattern in your brain to help soothe you so just know that one is there but we're not going to go over it in detail tonight all right so those are a couple of the reasons why you crave and now i want to go over common weight loss struggles and a lot of these will be tailored towards moms but at the same time if you're not a mom a lot of these can still apply to you just because they are very common throughout everyone the first one that you've probably experienced is finishing your kids plates or eating what's left on their plate or eating what's left on somebody else's plate maybe you have a spouse and they don't finish their meal so you end up finishing it for them or you just don't like leaving leftover food yourself and you find yourself finishing the plates because you hate wasting food if you were part of the clean plate club growing up that is where this probably originates from your parents my parents too were doing the best they could that is what they were taught in that era to do for kids to eat and now in our day they are realizing that that was not healthy because what it taught us is to not listen to our internal hunger cues and listen to our own body and so if you were part of the clean plate club that can also be this ingrained habit from childhood where you feel the need to not waste any food until you find yourself finishing everyone else's plate and your own even when you're not really hungry so that's one that is a pattern or a habit that needs to be worked through and it definitely is possible I can promise you that the next one is ties in with that is feeding your entire family uh, maybe it's your kids your spouse the pets you're feeding everyone and you're forgetting about yourself or you're putting yourself last on that list so by the time that it comes to feeding you you are so starving you don't have time to cook something or you just throw whatever's leftovers are in the fridge or you just go for whatever's quick and easy without actually sitting down and trying to figure out what do you need like protein and vegetables so making sure that you are making time for yourself even if you're feeding the, your family a bunch of different things that you don't want or you're making lunches for the kids for school you want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and also making time to make yourself a meal and ties into the next one sitting down you want to make sure you're not standing up for every single meal this is a common weight loss struggle because if you're standing up for every single meal and not really sitting down you're going to experience what is like 
you're not quite in the fight or flight mode, but your body's really not resting in the rest and digest mode because you're standing up almost like you're ready to sprint out the door if a lion comes. And that's how your brain is looking at the situation. So really sitting down, taking some deep breaths before you eat and trying to eat uninterrupted and going slow, so not rushing, which ties in, the, these are all tied together, ties in the next one, rushing through how you were eating. You don't wanna rush through eating, even if you are pressed for time, really do your best to slow down that eating because what happens when you eat really fast, there's a couple of things. You don't chew it enough, so it doesn't get properly digested. It kind of mess can, if you experience especially like bloating or digestive issues, it could be because you're not chewing your food enough, not breaking it down. It can lead to other digestive issues. It can lead to uh, gas. And then it also leads to ignoring those hunger and fullness cues because you're eating so quick, your body doesn't have time to catch up to tell you, oh wait, you're full. So it's very easy to eat past full when you are eating very, very fast and standing up. So you wanna try to find space for sitting down, chewing your food slowly, taking your time, and ideally undistracted. So you're not looking at a phone, you're not watching a TV show, and I say ideally because I'm not good at this either. I really like when I finally have 10 minutes to have a meal to myself, I will sit and like play a game on my phone or read or some like watch a clip. So it's ideal, but I know it's challenging. And if you're thinking there's no way this is possible, try to pick one meal a day where you can sit down and have that time to eat slowly and chew your food and really be present with your food, which is, you may have heard this before as, with, as far as intuitive and mindful eating. And this really is a piece of that. I teach it a little di bit, di bit differently because I feel like when you go all the way into trying to teach you all the mindful eating at once, it can be very overwhelming and not successful, especially if you're coming from the other end of the spectrum, which is overeating and not listening to your internal cues. All right, the last one, the last common struggle, and of course there's more common struggles than this, but this is just the top ones that I see with my clients and I wanted to share with you. The next, the last one is uh, mommy wine time, or if you're not a mom, any wine time. It's very socially acceptable in our society today to come home or be done parenting and have uh, one or two glasses of wine, either while cooking dinner or after the kids go to bed and it can seem relaxing and it can seem like oh it's okay because everyone does it the reality if you're trying to lose weight it's gonna very much hinder your health and weight loss and that is because when you drink alcohol it's a toxin so once it goes into your body your liver has to stop your liver stops everything else liver says hold up we got alcohol in the system we got to take care of that so it'll stop everything else so it can get rid of the alcohol from your blood system your bloodstream and your body okay so once it's trying to do that well that stops digestion that stops reproductive system so if you're one who you really want to try to conceive but you're drinking a glass or two of wine every night and you're having trouble that might be the first thing that really needs to go and the same thing with weight loss so the big piece of weight loss is it stops the digestion so you're very much more likely whatever you eat while you're drinking will get stored as fat and then on top of that what happens, especially if you're having it at night, is the next morning you've probably felt, even if you don't have a hangover, 
you might have like very strong cravings again and that's because your blood sugar overnight has plummeted from the alcohol and so your body is going we need to bring this blood sugar up right now and so it's probably telling you that's where you want that greasy breakfast um, the donuts the whatever you crave it's because your body's trying to get your blood sugar back up to a healthy level which of course if you're trying to eat healthy and lose weight that can be very challenging to have all these cravings every single morning and want these huge breakfasts when you don't really need a huge breakfast or you're eating way more calories throughout the day because of it. So that's one thing with uh, having wine or alcohol every night or multiple nights of the week is that it's really going to stop your overall health and especially weight loss. It's going to make it very, very challenging for you. Can you lose weight while having a glass or two of wine a night? Sure. Yes, it's possible, but it's going to be very, very hard. And it's not going to be healthy long term because the way you're going to have to do it is give up a lot of your food to replace the, to make room for the wine. And so that's why it's just not sustainable long term and I don't recommend it. And it's also just not good for your health long term. All right, your action steps. Now that we've gone over common reasons for cravings and common struggles with weight loss, here are your three action steps. One. Notice your cravings and kind of be detective. Try to figure out where, what's going on around this craving. Are you experiencing certain emotion? Are you maybe uh, deficient in a nutrient? Uh, do you need to sleep more? Kind of be a detective to figure out why you're having the cravings in the first place. Then action step two is pick one of those common struggles or a common struggle that you experience in your weight loss journey or just your health journey that you know is not helping but hindering and figure out which one you're gonna work on and then work on it for the next week. So if it's sitting down and eating, work on sitting down and eating for the next week. You of course can always try to take more of these on, but the smaller changes are really the easier ones to sustain long-term and will give you the biggest results because you're not trying to take on like 10 new changes in one week. So try to pick one and work on that. And then your third action is to DM me because DM me workbook if you haven't so you can get the workbook from day one and then DM me. I would love to know what the biggest, the best tip you learned to, uh, from these three days was, your biggest takeaway. That really helps me know what you need to learn about and what would help serve you the best in the content that I am making. And then if you have any questions, send me a DM too, because I'm here to help you. And I want to make sure that all of this made sense for you. All right. So if you went through all these three days and you are still here, I thank you for that. And if you are thinking you need help with your weight loss still, and you've been struggling and struggling, and you just don't know where to go and you have tried everything, you feel like you've done all the diets and none of them are working for you. That is what I'm here for. And I would not want you to go without you knowing that I do have spots available for one-on-one -on -one coaching. If you don't need coaching, great. I hope this um, information alone from these three days is enough to really give you a great transformation. But if you know you want some help with working through a lot of these common struggles, working through your cravings, your emotional eating, and you just want that extra help to get to your goal faster and to get, to get there, with like an unbiased party who can walk you through everything, then reach out to me, send me a DM, and we'll set up a free consult call. I do a free hour call for you 
we figure out everything you've tried and why we go over why it hasn't worked. And this is important because it'll teach your brain, once your brain knows why it doesn't work, it'll never want to do it again. And then we'll go over what will work for you. We'll come up with your plan of what will work. And then on top of that, you'll get to see, experience what it's like working with a coach, and you'll be able to decide whether or not that is for you. So if that sounds like you want to do that, send me a DM and we'll set up a call. I thank you for joining and have a wonderful, wonderful night and I'll see you soon.